Hey, it's your boy, Anthony, a.k.a. A Money, a.k.a. DJ Tone Tone, a.k.a. Wide Boots, coming at you with another episode of Drunk on Comics. I got my boy here, Robot Charles, 0110011110, special shout out. And my girl, uh, Lance, coming back <laughs> at you with another episode, guys. We got some really dope topics to talk about today. Uh... We got a couple book reviews. Uh, I reviewed an actual book for all you super nerds out there reading novels without the pictures. Uh, Robot Charles over here, what did you review today? I reviewed, I can't think of what I reviewed right now because I'm, I'm amazed by your voice right now. <laughs> Charles reviews, reviewed Alien 3. He's uh, got Alien those Alien, again, again, Alien 3s again. But um, it's like a revisited because I found that new stuff just came out and I highly recommend you check out part the two. things that we talked about. Yeah. Part 2. It's like part 2, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some nice discussions about some alternative podcasts we might be building <laughs> for you guys out there. Like, I want something a little fresh, something new. Maybe something to go to sleep to. <laughs> you know, a little rhyme action there. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah, yeah, we got some news, of course. Always news going on. A little uh, PC topics. Uh, letting everybody know that America's not the only one struggling out there with keeping things politically correct. That our friends on the East uh, Hemisphere are uh, struggling with that too. Yeah, I hearts go pain, out to them. Right, I'm hurting as well, <laughs> but in my own special way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't be calculable. Calculated. Speak a robot, Charles. <laughs> Speak the truth. Uh, we also you don't got. Even see it because uh, I look happy inside. I'm dying. <laughs> also got a nice, uh, good review uh, from Linz about uh, Birds of Prey of and Crimes of Passion. <laughs> a lot of love going on today, yeah, yeah. you guys. And uh, in case you uh, curious, today's episode is uh, sponsored, but not sponsored by Zima. White Claw, Audible, and Vistaprint. We got all of these sponsorships somehow. <laughs> and just to remind you, at Vistaprint, you can get your first 100 business cards completely free. So uh, hit them up, let them know that Drunk on Comics sent you, and uh, let us know their response. This is what they happens. Didn't actually this send is what you. happens when Tony's not around for an episode. We just do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, make sure that after you, you listen, you. Send Tony a message and let him know that it was the best podcast uh, you've ever heard in your entire life so that he can feel great shame for missing out. Uh, But yeah, sit back, relax, smash that subscribe button, and listen to episode 405, The Sellouts. Just the way that this cover is Baby's name is Catwing. Made it looks like he walked into a room and like found Nightwing looking at something on a computer. Like that's the reaction that Batman <laughs> he's like, Ooh, what's going on in here? Dad, get out of here. Except it's clearly an alley. Yeah. I want them to recreate this, but then show that she's just a cutout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a doll. And that's <laughs> Well, she's clearly seducing him because she's stealing a bunch of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. He's being turned to the dark side right now, yeah. actively. Didn't so, they like, almost get married? Isn't the, is this the same yeah, universe where they almost got married? Yeah, I think what? so. I mean, they did get married. And they, like, they did, like, the whole we're married now thing, but without actually getting married, I yeah. guess. So it's not official, but. <clears throat> Maybe that's why. Ooh. 
not official. Who got married? Batman and Catwoman. Okay, that's what I thought, but I mean, what? how would this be happening? Okay, she, she's just trying to make him jealous. Look at that look on her face. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You like what you see? I could do, I could do more. He starts touching his butt. I it's, wonder how old Nightwing is in this picture. I was going to say, it's this obviously is this is all a cougar situation. Yes. <laughs> which fits for Catwoman, this right, ultimate cougar. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Do you think she levels up through the cats as she gets older? Oh, like she has a decade cat. Yeah. Like every decade, she turns and she's like personified. And then when she's like cat. really old, she's like a saber tooth or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like oh, that's prehistoric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the last one you get before you're dead. <laughs> Her teeth get real. She just starts oh. getting these huge fangs. Oh, that's too funny. So I did. Wait, we started. Just in case nobody figured that out. When just now? I assumed. Just like, now. Um, now. like when will ago. then be now? <laughs> Soon. Soon. <laughs> so, it, no Tony today because he's lame. He had something better to do. But I think that's insulting. It's impossible. What's, it's nothing better than this. I was gonna say I, I'm here every week. I don't know. Drinking in a casino just sounds like a terrible way to spend time. A casino? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rather hang out with us. Open bar at the casino. <laughs> I don't know. We should be doing that this with a hotel room. room. You think let's combine? I've done a I've done a podcast at that casino. It did not go great. We could do it. We could look. You know what? Next year, if Tony's still at this this job, and next year we'll do we'll just randomly show up without him knowing, because <laughs> we'll test him if he's listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and he's, he finds out yeah. our strategy yeah. that you know it's coming if you're listening yeah but if you're not listening then why am i talking about it <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't listen to, to podcasts he's not in yeah <laughs> it's only the ones he's in that well, how good could to. it be i wasn't even in right. it right oh next podcast let's just say that everything he brings up like what we talked about the last week <laughs> <laughs> everything he brings up Tony, we're already talking about that. <laughs> what? I just heard about it yesterday. I don't know about you. So when we record next You're week and, he's, and he starts asking us if we talked about it already, we should just be like, mm-mm. Yeah. Should have listened to the podcast, uh-huh. I guess. All, all of the information could be found right and there then we'll on just, our website. We'll just like nod slowly, disappointingly, <laughs> like a sad dad watching his child fail on stage at the talent show and just be like... It's a spelling bee. Spell spelling bee, please. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so at the beginning of this podcast, we were critiquing the cover of the book that I read this week, DC's Crimes of Passion. Mm. It's a Valentine's Day one-shot, which I enjoy. 80 pages. 80 pages, yes, of Crimes of Passion. It, I looked it up because this seems like maybe something they would have done in the past because the two big sellers back in the day were like cowboy and like war books and romance comic books. Ah, uh, yes. Because half of the people who read comic books back in the day were girls. So they would do the war stories for the boys and the romance ones for the girls. But this is actually brand new. They just decided to do this randomly. DC's Crimes of Passion. These are all original stories? <laughs> yes. Oh. They are. Um, so there's... Ten tales of lovers and lawbreakers, as it says on the bottom. Ten. Ten whole... And it's not all Batman. No. Okay. And uh, Batman is in this first one, which is actually one of my favorite ones, um, by, written by Steve Orlando. I just really like the art in this. It's super throwbacky. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a style that you could recognize at a... Uh, Golden age. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a real noir. Oh, yeah. And, and Batman's suit is, is very... I don't know what you call it. He's got, like, Michael Keaton lips. 
<laughs> well, and yeah, I, thought, I saw Bruce Willis. I don't know what you're talking about. His cowl's very smooth. Like the modern Batman's got a lot of sharp edges on uh-huh. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is definitely very this old school, like lacking in definition. Adam West, yeah. uh, longer yeah. ears, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So this whole story with the bat, the Batman. Uh, he's in the first one. <clears throat> the Batman in more than maybe. Oh. Uh, so basically, it's this tale of Bruce falling in love with this other socialite sort of character. She's very rich, but she's not like all the other rich people. She doesn't like going to galas. She goes to the hospital and helps poor people oh, yes. sort of situation. So, But she hates Batman. Oh, she, classic. She hates him. She actually says at one point, uh, in order to do what he does, he has to be rich. So if that means one of us is Batman and just and ki- I hate us. Just kicking the shit out of poor people, basically, is what she says. She's okay. like, instead of stopping to figure out why they're doing what they're doing, you're just kick. He's just he's not solving the problem. Right. He's just fighting oh, the symptom. Yeah, that's what she tells Bruce oh, about man. Batman. Right. Um, and uh, it's all true. It, yeah, it is. Can all you go true. back one more? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the. Uh, Kapals and baps and I know that chonk. is very a chonk. <laughs> <laughs> Old woman beating up on Batman. Yeah. So this this uh, villain that I guess is <laughs> is attacking this old folks home. Um, I'm trying to. Oh my oh, gosh! Is Tito she gonna be a villain? She's gonna be a villain, isn't she? Oh, I knew it. So well, the, no, it's a guy. Oh. He but his his whole thing is like he can like hypnotize people. And so he's hypnotized these old people to beat up Batman. Sounds incredible. This um, is two. This, this villain's whole goal, though, is to get all of these old people to just sign over their wills to him. Like, this is what's going... This is the villainy that's happening in this comic book, is a guy is trying to convince old people to sign over their wills to him. I wonder if this children. is, like, targeting the people who actually were alive reading the comics in the 50s. Oh, maybe. Because they're like... Oh my gosh, that's what I'm scared of the most right now, is that I'll lose my mind and someone will steal my inheritance. So we have to get copies of this and drop it off at all the old folks' homes. Yes. They're taking my jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just read the comic. Uh, but so the, the woman, the socialite woman that he is in love with, I guess is there some for some reason. I'm not sure why she's at the old folks' home. Other than earlier in the comic, we see her hanging out with an old sick dude, so maybe that's okay. just what oh, she yeah, right. does. Um, huh. <clears throat> but he ends up telling her who he is in this. Remember that dude you slept with last night? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm that dude. <laughs> you love me and hate me all at the same time. And basically, this she was under hi- the hypnotism of the bad guy. Ah. So she, when she comes out of it, she doesn't remember that he told her. But Bruce ends up breaking up with her because I can't have happiness because revenge is what drives me sort of thing. So it's literally all the things that people have said about Batman throughout the years where he can't be happy because then he won't be Batman and he's just beating the shit out of people who probably need more help than they do an ass kicking sort of thing. And they just put it in like an eight page comic and I thought it was great. Yeah, you were only referring to those people that are not the... um Superstars of crime. Right, not the super villains. Yeah, the these thugs. are just the man. Yeah. I just need to pay for my child's education, right. and I can't get any money right now because you know the economy is on downturn. Yeah, yeah I my did. boss hates me I just because he hates from, the world. Didn't graduate from college, so all I can do is get hired as a henchman. And for I'm trying the to go to college right now too. <laughs> <laughs> trying to better myself, but here comes Batman. <laughs> Break them all in. Stereo, bro. 
broke my legs. Now I have more bills. You know what? Going back to crime. <laughs> they actually bills. did a really funny Saturday Night Live skit exactly about this, where Batman shows up. It kills people, but it, he, they're yeah. just asleep. <laughs> they're sleeping. <laughs> Shh, don't wake them up. Um, the next one is about a character called Wildcat. He was a boxer and also dressed up like a cat. And okay. he was like a street level sort of thug. He would or guy. He would be up the, the yeah. His skill was fighting, and he's old. He's always been old in this in the DC universe. He's always been like an elder of the of the crime fighters. Blam blam blam. Yeah, I mean this whole Oof. this whole one was about this him saying that he can't ever have love because it's a distraction sort of thing. I don't know. There's not. For crimes of passion, just like it's a lot of really sad superheroes just saying that I they can't have love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, <clears throat> take a hint, Peter Parker. <laughs> um, the thing I did like about this, I'm not gonna review every single story, but the thing I did like about this book is that they had characters who were gay in it as well. So there okay. were love stories with same-sex couples, which I thought was really nice. Um, this one was the Pied Piper. He's actually a villain. I didn't know he was gay. I also didn't really know who the Pied Piper was. So, um, apparently... Is he hypnotizing people? With he, flute? Well, well, this, so this rich guy wanted him to, like, apparently he had been hypnotized by him once before in, like, a bank, and it was the best he had ever felt. Like, he got, this guy has a serious kink. Is what he just he just wants the He's Pied got a Piper. thing for flautists. He like he took was, all his worries away, and he had focus and a mission. Yeah, like, exactly. He was like, oh man, I, this is awesome. Exactly. I want that back so badly. Heroin. You, you just you didn't even read it, and you just reviewed the whole. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And at the end, the Pied Piper. That's because I know what that's like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want that back. You know what? I'm I'm too busy for love as well. I'm just gonna go ahead and fight crime. Um, well, we can switch back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a Black Canary, Green Arrow tale. I actually really liked this one because it was about them helping this kid who uh, was on his way to becoming a villain. They kind of, like, he blew up a school at night. So he's, like, a bad guy, but mm-hmm. he's not quite there yet because he made sure it was empty before he blew it up. He's a bad guy, but not a bad guy. <laughs> he's on his, his trajectory is going yeah. downward. But this whole thing was about them two teaming up to like save him and make him mm-hmm. make sure he didn't become one of the bad guys sort of things. Finding uh, love through working together to yes. save a child. Yes, exactly. Um, so do you guys know who Plastic Man is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of my favorite DC characters because he's so weird and yeah. funny. Like I love the way his comics are usually drawn. And the story to this to me is arbitrary um i just really like the art in it i love every time he that suit of his bothers me he like he's his suit yeah yeah <laughs> he, just the way he stretches his body because we have characters like um mr fantastic mm-hmm. and the elongated man who just stretch their limbs out and use them uh, he just in, like weirdly morphed. Yes, it's crazy what he can do. Like He's molding his hand into a, like a perfect little model car. Yes. And then the other one is a, just a ball, but like, <laughs> you know, um, he made his ears look bigger a second ago. Like Barry turned himself into a piece of art so he could... Yeah, he's a he's a blow-up uh, balloon dog. Yes. Right those, here. Those very popular. He looks popular. like him, but just a blow-up balloon dog. <laughs> so. 
And like, there. I mean, at one point, I, I thought he was gonna be the car for a second. In the he last is one. the car. He is the car. That is him. He is no the car. No way. He is a car right now. Yeah. He's basically a transformer at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. he just his character. Oh, I can see his mouth now. Yeah. His grill. <laughs> I think that's exactly where they should be. I think the uniqueness of Plastic Man is that the artist gets to be much more creative <laughs> mm-hmm. than was some because they're literally just, you know. He's the ultimate MacGuffin. Whatever right. you need to move the story along, he can literally right. transform into. Yeah. And this scene isn't. Is he like. He's uh, the was lady. That Casablanca or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Masablanca, <laughs> yeah. I thought Carmen San Diego at first, but now that you're. Oh saying, my gosh. Now that he's, he's a perfect Carmen San Diego as well. It's like bitch. a mash between the two. <laughs> um, and then the, la- the last story, I think, is the Batwoman story. And this is just. It's, this is a teenage love story. Oh no, this is a Batwoman, not Batgirl. No, Batwoman. Yeah, this is this is about. Actually, this story mirrors the Batman story because it's Batwoman, and basically confronted with this woman she used to have a relationship with, and her talking about how she can't have be in a relationship because it would ruin the hero that she is, sort of thing. Yeah. So it's very much the Batman story, but with. No, it's so true female perspective yeah, I, I wonder this art weird i like i don't i don't know if she died at some point she's very pale yeah she looks vampire yeah i don't i mean this there is a vampire in this story so i don't know what the backstory is to batwoman i don't know if she was bitten by a vampire and now she well, is a vampire let's go back a couple and see if she's in the sunlight at all uh, this all takes place in the dark okay well that's one good point <laughs> batwoman doesn't i mean she's a bat Think about it, night, right? That's the whole point of being a bat. Um, but it it's a really fun little Valentine's Day book to read. Yeah, if you've got a guy or gal in your life who's a big comics fan, this might be a nice little Valentine's yeah. gift. Yeah, and you know, not all of them are depressing. About half. About half are depressing. Others are just cute little... That Hey, that's better odds <laughs> than my love life. Many more were depressing than not, so uh, 50-50 is not, not a bad ratio. You can work with that. Uh, so that's what I read this week. What do you guys got? Uh, this week, um, it was actually probably a week or two ago uh, that I actually finished it, um, but it's the Reckoner series. This is a book book, a novel. Uh, it is. I reviewed the first one. This probably would have been one of the first reviews that I did. It was in like the first mm-hmm. month before coming on, but it is about, it's very the boys-ish, um, but the uh, concept being that uh, this being or uh, it's like a sun in the sky has descended upon earth and is giving people superpowers, but by using your superpowers, uh, it makes you turn into basically a supervillain. So the usage of your superpowers uh, taints your soul type thing. Mm. And so anyone who uses their superpowers, it's guaranteed you'll become a supervillain. Every okay. hero is not, there's no actual heroes. Over time? Like, is it gradual? It's pretty quick. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you start to use your power, like within 10 minutes, if you continuously use your power, you're basically too far gone. And so it's almost like a drug and that you seek to use it. And then by using it, you have like this darkness consumes you and you become, uh, it's more, it's not so much that you become evil. You know, a lot of the, uh, super, uh, I guess villains, not superheroes, but the super people, um, they don't really, 
just go around killing people. They're in it for self-gratification. So they're the stronger ones will establish cities that they'll move into Chicago or they'll move into Kansas City or these big cities. And they'll basically say, this is my domain now. I'm king or I'm queen. Just pees on everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll uh, gather minor, they call them epics, but they'll gather minor epics around them. So they basically have the very strong uh, super person and then uh, lesser super people who end up becoming their like enforcers almost of their will or there's characters who can make it rain so this you know a strong hero uses a lesser epic to make it rain to raise crops because they need to maintain food for their civilians otherwise their civilians die and they can't serve them at their every mm. whim and stuff so like they that. come off maybe looking mm-hmm. like a hero even though they're yeah, it, well, people get adjusted to yeah. it. It's almost like this feudal system where you don't question the king because the king keeps you fed. It's like, yeah, it would be nice if we had democracy again, but this is better than dying. You know, it's kind of right. approaches that. So uh, I specifically read book three uh, recently, uh, book two, and um, book one are both, both very good as well. Uh, book three kind of brings the story somewhat to a close. There is a future... I don't know if he's going to do another trilogy. This is Brandon Sanderson's the author, and he likes doing trilogies. He loves doing three book sets and whatever his universe is that he's working in. Um, he's very good at power systems in his books, so magic or in this case superpowers. How are they working? What's their weaknesses? Each character in this book has a specific weakness, and the Reckoners are a group of non-superpowered people who are trying to kill epics. Uh-huh hunt them down so that's where you get kind of the boys aspect that these are people who typically cracked because of something that an epic did so they're trying to hunt them down and so they have to discover their weakness and then they try to set them up and once the weakness is activated then they can kill them just like anybody else interesting um, yeah i mean there's some of the uh epics they go up against are basically gods they have things they'll call them like prime invincibilities the idea that even if they're not looking at you if you shoot a bullet at them uh, one of the characters will automatically teleport to a safe distance. Just, just like an automatic Doesn't reaction. even have to think about it. It's wow. just purely subconscious. Uh, as soon as anything that could kill him uh, gets near him, he will automatically teleport away. So that's one character. Another character is basically um, invincible Superman style. You know, oh, yeah, That's yeah, the, the main epic villain in the first book, Steelheart, is... Uh, that's his thing is that he's basically Superman. He can fly, super strength, um, bullets don't touch him, fire doesn't touch him, nothing like that. He's only weak. If you can activate his weakness, it's the only time you can potentially kill him. But very clever, very good use of uh, um, different plot devices, using the powers. The uh, human characters are able to basically steal the powers from dead epics and use them in a more uh, limited sense, but things like regeneration abilities will have a suit that'll help them regenerate wounds uh they've got the ability to manipulate mercury with some gloves so they can turn it into like a shield in front of them or make steps that they can perpetually walk up and things like that so very clever stuff there's no pictures in this book charles so um i don't know if that's disappointing or not for you but uh, I did book on tape. I was going to say, oh, Anthony, Anthony doesn't movies. actually know I didn't if there's even, pictures because he even listened read the book. to it. Yeah, I, I had someone read it to me while I was driving to work or oh. going across state to visit family and stuff like that. So, I mean, Will look at these covers. Uh, I, c- 
could read it to you. Yeah, yeah. We could do like a Skype call or something at night, and I could read you to. Yeah, I should record sleep. it and like post it. <laughs> we could do like a sub podcast of tonight. I'm reading Charles. <laughs> Firefight. By Anthony Brandon and Sanderson. Charles bedtime stories. <laughs> It'd be like I mean, it would be a cheap uh, way to do very long podcasts. I yeah. mean, these things was like 26 hours. So we do. T- that's an easy. Do we have to get permission to do the reading of a book? Not if we don't make any money off oh, of that's it. That's true. We don't make any money off of anything. That but we how do. can you not make money off of it, though? I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's some kind of exposure. Yeah, well, whatever we do next. As long as we can't show that we've profited. Right. It can't yep. be monetary gain. Yeah. Personal gain. You yeah. can get plenty of that. If we get if we gain something in our souls. <laughs> I leveled up. Oh, you going to jail? Oh. <laughs> uh, I just love modern day book covers. Yeah. They don't tell you anything about the story. Not at all. <laughs> um, Somebody is getting paid a lot of money to do these covers. Yeah, I mean, looking at the covers now, uh, Steelheart, I mean, it kind of makes sense. The city, is, he lives in Chicago. That building looks like a butt he, plug. It, it, it does. <laughs> it's steel, too. He's turned the entire city into literal steel. Wow. So wow. Even, like, down into the sewers, all the walls, all the plants, the trees, everything. Um, I think, like, certain organic material he can't turn into it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, basically he's able... That's one of his powers is that he just exude steel from where he's standing Ooh. at that point in time. Yeah. Sounds like a, not a fun person to <laughs> have relations with. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It goes into the Superman question, yeah. right? Like, yeah. hopefully he can control his powers. Like or... that ball rat's question? Does he just shoot a load through the back of Lois' skull? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Duh, you know, <laughs> if he doesn't have control, questions. or it's like, does he have to use green kryptonite? You know, just kind of tone stuff down for yeah. the moment. And... Yeah. Green kryptonite common. Yeah. 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 Or like a little... Or would like... that just make it... Oh. Yeah. That's true. It's going to do that, yeah. <laughs> But kryptonite is a hard substance, so it doesn't matter. No. But you could do like a, uh, one of those like sea salt lamps or whatever, or the pink Himalayan salt lamps. You could do one of those in the nightstand, just kryptonite. Oh, and just take yeah. the top off and boom, it's like, ooh, sexy time. Let's take the kryptonite, you know, open up the kryptonite lamp. Let's get down to it so I can be a normal human. When Lois gets real frisky, she does red car- red kryptonite, which makes them yeah. all like beast yeah. mode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, Evil Superman Lois, sex. the safe word is crypto. <laughs> uh, I love you. <laughs> it's basic, He's basically turned into an object at this point, manipulated by Lois yeah. and her many kryptonites. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, that's, this is a story that needs to be told. Yeah. That's what should have been in that... That that ten oh love God, stories. Oh my missed an opportunity uh, with that one for sure. The black light kryptonite gives her the power. Oh, <laughs> little role reversal for the. Which evening. means that the uh, the sperm can't get to the egg. <laughs> can't have kids that way either. Yeah, no. they can't. All right, Charles, what do you have? Okay, so before I don't know when it was, but it was definitely several episodes ago. I reviewed a comic. Which was the, uh, it was like a adaptation, uh, original screenplay for Alien 3 was turned into comics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's written by William Gibson, a war winning science fiction author of the cyber co- cyberpunk cult classic Neuromancer. So, um, 
was a pregnant pause there. I thought that was gathering pretty, your thoughts. Yeah, I was. I thought it was pretty fun, and I thought the story uh, during the view. I just explained how much I absolutely loved it because it was a concept that, um, well, not only brings back uh, characters that I liked and didn't want to die. Alien Three was just kind of a travesty. And sorry, uh-huh. David Fincher, but. That's how I feel winners. about it. Yeah. He did come alive in Hill Fight Club, I feel. True, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I felt more and more disappointed with Alien 3 after I read this. So, I mean, after I read this uh, yeah. comic, which is a, was a five series. Yeah, um, Alien 3, <clears throat> 1 through 5. And the covers are amazing. Look at that one cover right there with the little face hugger or whatever. Yeah. No, I, like, I like that style. Coming out of the egg. It's yeah. so simple. And the rest of the comic book covers are just that simple and also like spark your imagination. They don't go so well with the, um, like how co- comic covers do. They don't really go with the story that much, but it's more like a, a fun little art that goes with it. Almost like a movie poster sort of print. So I did this review and then... I got caught up in the Alien franchise of the universe again at some point since then, and I've been like listening to all these like um, YouTube videos oh, that you explain all the these stories. Hole. Oh yeah, so yeah, it was a fun one too. All right. And then I ended up running into a radio drama of this uh, Alien Three um, uh, screenplay, oh. like written as a, an official radio drama, and it brought back um, characters uh, Hicks. And, and Bishop and the, the little girl, but because um, they, they couldn't get, uh, was it Carrie Hen? She's, it wouldn't work out because she's too old now. But they, they got um, uh, Michael Bain, whatever his name is, from, you know, like Terminator and, and Aliens. Remember that okay, guy? Yep. Right? And what's the other one? The Abyss? Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy who played Bishop, uh, Lance Henriksen. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Like, the first thing that starts off, although the comic doesn't work this way, but the first thing it starts off as, I think, is just a narration of Bishop talking about his feelings and what's going on right now. And some people just came on the ship and his reaction to it, like he's self aware, you know. It's pretty interesting. You said this rewrote <clears throat> some of the alien mythos, this comic? Yeah, it basically assumed that um, instead of uh, everybody dying except for Alan Ripley in the ship, um, they're picked up by a, a team of, you know, I don't really understand that part of it. I, I really don't because I'm just like flying through it most of the time trying to just get it done because it's so big and that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> if she's saying it's that big, she's not flying through it to get it over oh, with. She, she's like, I'm flying through it to get it over with. <laughs> I don't know how penises work. Okay. Mine doesn't. She's taking um, her time on that. <laughs> so the, the shit gets picked up by these other people, right? And... Uh, everyone's alive, but there is there is an alien uh, facehugger gets on somebody, right? But then they start to they start to rewrite the rules about aliens, um, just like uh, Prometheus did in Alien Covenant. Mm, mm-hmm. How the spores are a thing, you know, and the little the black goo that yeah. that's kind of present in this a little bit, uh, and so there's different kinds of aliens. Um, oh, yep. Different ways of them, of people getting impregnated by them. Also, oh, it's not just face so, huggers. Yep. First is a face hugger, which creates a regular alien, yep. and then there's a spore scenario or a goose scenario, something like that. You know, microscopic something that grows, gets on two people. Right. One guy's able to save himself by freezing himself in like the main huge freezer thing. So he he kind of got out, but like it shows him just just. 
turning into an alien and stuck in one position. And the other lady, she was just mid-conversation and just started to go. It was less so than it, 10 seconds of her transformation. Yeah, transforms them into an alien. That's cool. That's a yeah. cool idea. I mean, I've always liked the alien mythos as far as the the xenomorph created matches the source DNA. You right, know, it's that's kind exactly of what they were trying between. to uh, uh, address. Yeah. Is that this can you know change to any DNA, and it's also uh, both DNAs are present in there enough to like. There's little um, what are those little uh, those little creatures that are on um. Oh, uh, oh man, I can't think sometimes. I think it's Porgs from Star Wars. The um, I like to move it, move it. You know that that oh, movie. Minions? Oh, no, 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 lemurs, lemurs, oh, lemurs. lemurs. Yeah, oh. Yeah. There's like these lemurs in this like um set up uh, little rainforest looking thing, and one of the alien huggers or maybe some some goo or whatever turns some of the lemurs into aliens, and it was. Are they just tiny little? Well, or do they get big? I think they get big. Yeah. It's just that. Yeah. I just wish they were tiny little ones yeah, running yeah. around. Because how adorable would that be? Yeah. Like a gremlin so scenario. <laughs> <laughs> and now that we're thinking about it, there should be minion xenomorphs. Oh. We should make that combination. Yes. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Face hugger a minion and then see what comes out. You know. Oh, do we, do we, should we really do that, though? Or should we just like <laughs> not have minions anymore? Hey, man. Yeah, Pandora's box needs to be open. <laughs> I guess if they're going to stick around, maybe we could xenomorph them up a little bit yeah yeah it's kind of like maybe that's the thing you do when uh something gets too popular is you just xenomorph it to get rid of it and you're like minions have been around for way too long we need to get rid of them bring in the xenomorphs parents won't want their children watching this yep exactly so um, so it was a, it was awesome i didn't at first i thought is this even uh the guy who played bishop is even henrickson or I couldn't tell because it's old. It's this old voice, and you could hear that he's he's struggling, but he's still doing a great, great job. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. And then it comes like Hicks voice, and I was like, "Is that even him?" Because I was just listening, I couldn't stop. I didn't want to stop. I just wanted to listen. What's gonna happen next? And then yep. I pulled out the actual comics and I started to compare um, how the screenplay that they did for the radio, uh, the drama, radio drama, compared to the actual comic that uh, William Gibson did, and. There's a lot of extra dialogue, but it still just goes right along the timeline. Like, like if you say, like, if there was one direction you wanted to go, but you were a B, and you're just, like, all over the place trying to get there, that's kind of like how it, how it is with the, with the um, sounds and stuff. So if I was a big fan of Aliens, you would highly recommend I read this. Yeah, I would recommend that you go to um, the uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind place, go get... Alien Three removed. Oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Replaced by the comic and the and the radio drama. The yeah. combination of the mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, I can do that. The amalgamation would be perfect. So the the audio drama is available through Audible. I'm gonna try and get us a sponsorship right now, guys. <laughs> uh, available perfect. through Audible. It's two hours and sixteen minutes, and it's only eight ninety five. But for only two ninety five, you can have me read it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, I'll do voices. <laughs> it's the first Anthony's book, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Alien Three script on uh, the new the problem, Comics podcast. The problem, Anthony Charles's bedtime stories. The problem stories. is though, his reading though, it's gonna say Charles every now and then because you know it's toward me, and I'm gonna make sure that that happens. Yeah, yeah. Be like Charles, don't Charles? be scared. Not it's yet. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gonna be like a whole Princess Bride scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. <laughs> Oh, you can keep reading. That's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Anybody else got any other books to add to the conversation today? No, I've got a couple I'm keeping an eye on. Hopefully they make so uh, skies over strange skies over East Berlin. I'm hoping they make a number two soon. That was pretty cool. I reviewed that a while back, but um, I'm excited for uh, Once in Future to get a long running. I mentioned mm, that, so mm-hmm. that is for sure getting a continuation. So it should be some cool ideas there. Yeah, you're real, you're real big on the boom books lately. Yeah, yeah. I it, I don't know. I just been maybe it's the movies. But the Marvel DC, the characters I've known for so long, I'm like, I kind of want new characters and, you know, unique ideas. Same with gaming. When I'm in gaming, I'm like, I don't want to play the AAAs right. anymore. I just want... Maybe it's also... games. Yeah, yeah, I want stuff that, like, challenges <laughs> concepts and things like that. Yeah. So. The uh, Strange Skies Over East Berlin. Yes. Is there only one book? Currently. there's. It's number one. It introduces the story. But... Um, can't see what that is. Oh, I'm sorry. It says Strange Guys Over East Berlin. It says two, and it's a different cover. Have you seen it? I haven't, but... Well, uh, I haven't... Get excited, because there's more. <laughs> <laughs> when is uh, the release date? I like this uh, this cover. I mean, these It says November so... 6, 2019. Well, it's time for a review. You'll have to... I'm going to start harassing Vault and be yes. like, hey, where's this been? Look, there's even a four right here, but... I mean, I'm looking at... Well, if it comes out monthly, I'm we probably sure. have a three and a four. And there's a three Excellent. already. Yeah, yeah I was looking online and I couldn't find December. them. So. I love these covers. They're just so... Well, you know what? They kind of look like that that um, art style where there's... It's called it's like an overlay of a picture inside of another picture. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, obviously it is, but like, I guess I... It's like a picture existing in a silhouette of something. Right, yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is a trendy thing from the last decade. Mm-hmm. It's well, like they're trying to squeeze as much information into a very small space as possible. Yeah, like a, like a comic book cover? Yeah, like a comic book cover. <laughs> <laughs> all of this is misleading. Wait a minute, though, this is all you. wrapping around <laughs> this <laughs> um, I'm, I'm Before I watch Lock and Key on Netflix, I'm getting as far into it in the comics as I can. Yeah. And I'm trying to just get through as quickly as possible. And there's just so much information in such a short amount of time. There's a lot of those. And they dumped the whole series yeah. on Netflix, right? Yeah. Like the whole season? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm almost all the way through it. Uh-huh. I think I, it, you mean like it wraps up at season one? Uh, I don't know. I think they're going to do more. Yeah. Okay, of but, course. But of course not. Now, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, uh, I really like it. Um, it's more... There's no way it's as dark. It's not because it very Why? often time feels like a uh, like a kids show. Okay. Not like, but like Stranger Things. It's funny. It's actually it's Stephen it's King's a, kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually it, right? uh, I would say less dark than Stranger Things, and okay. the books are very dark. Yeah. And so they've I mean, lightened it up for the series. Yeah, yeah and there's is... like murders and stuff that happen, and there's blood and and gross things that happen in it so it's definitely not for kids but a majority of the time you're watching it you feel like you're just watching like a it's almost like like a a ya novel happen in front of you it's like just tragedy and yeah and and violence well i think that's what like you said stranger things it wasn't necessarily meant for teens like this is an adult show 
but all the stars are kids right. or teens in high school. You and have then the one guy like, come. oh, it's just for kids. And But they're like, oh, I love this. And then yeah. the kids are like, I love this because we all love this together. <laughs> yeah. You let me watch this. This is good. Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, it's not that they're necessary. And they're not particularly going for the, oh, it's the parents are like it and the kids are like it. They're almost like trying to reach the kid inside the parent. Yeah. They're like, hey, oh, yeah. you know go back to your childhood and, you know, relive the classic right. 80s horror. All the while holding hands with your children so that you have, you feel like you have something in common. You don't know. Right. <laughs> it's just a show. <laughs> it's a it's hollow... mutual interest. <laughs> Those are important. You should get um, some real mutual interests, though. Like real things, not a show. Yes. That you sit and turn off yeah. and watch together. Uh... I, I, I like the concept of, I've never read the comics, or I read the first one, and it was a long time ago, so I don't have a firm grasp of how closely this show actually relates to the plot of the books, but I really enjoy the concept of the keys, and the, diff, the fact that they all do different things. Okay, and so if you, if you, how, so you know about the, um, the head thing? The head key? The key in the back of the head? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, they do that. So, okay, so if somebody were to remember a everything key in their head and somebody with a head key popped open the head and grabbed their everything key doesn't that exist as an everything key? I would think so. Turns out and then you show the person hey look at this is an everything key and then you have another everything key and then you do it again hey look this is a key yeah exactly because they they, I mean according to the rules of their own whatever you know you can pull anything out of that head it's just the person forgets it right and you can also put anything in there too like a whole person, let's put a person inside there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's they, just get they, one of those, they do explore that. Crank it over. Isn't there the. Shove a person Wasn't that there? a movie about a guy being in a guy's head? Being uh, John Malkovich? There you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if you're able to get inside your own head? You know, there was a. In the comic, at some point, there was the head open of some guy, uh, guy, kid, right? And there's two people in the room with him. And as soon as they go to show what's inside the head, from inside the head, you can see the two people. And the person whose head is open. It's like an infinite looking, mirror. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then, but the, the two people recognize he was right there next to them, too. They're like, whoa! They close the head, they're like, don't do that anymore, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I... Which I, means you can stuff yourself inside your own head. Yeah, well, you can, you definitely, if you go inside of your own head... You know what I mean. Which like, they do in the show, I assume they do it in the comic book, too. If you go inside of your own head, and the other person that's in there with you leaves and takes the key out of your body, then you will be stuck in your own head. Unless they were. Unless somebody comes and sets, yeah. lets you out. I bet that's awesome, though. I would imagine that you would slowly go insane. Go yeah. insane? <laughs> in, in, living inside of your own head. Yeah, you can't. You can't actually get new knowledge. Right. It's just a constant. There's no new input. Loop. Input. It's a loop, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's a loop. Um, uh, in other media news, I saw Birds of Prey. Yes. Which I. I really enjoyed, actually, a lot. I always have very low bottom expectations for all DC movies. Mm. And maybe that's the key, is <laughs> to just go in expecting it to be complete trash, so when it's good... That's exactly what I've been saying. Yeah. yeah. Don't ever listen to what anybody else says about it. Make your own opinion. <laughs> right. Because you'll enjoy it that way. Yeah, if you, for sure. If you hear something about it, like they're going to be like, no, I don't like it. You're going to go in and be like, Mike, I don't like it. For some reason, this is how it works for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you just... just Movies that everyone else says are amazing. I usually find, after somebody's pumped it up a ton, I watch it and I'm like, all right, I don't understand why you think this is good, but that's okay. 
Uh, but uh, so I'll pump this up a little bit, and then you guys can all go watch it and be disappointed. I totally avo- avoided Star Wars um, reviews and everything because I hadn't watched it. I watched it late, mm-hmm. and I just avoided everything. So when I went and I watched it, you know, by myself, I was like, afterwards, I was like, I don't understand. What do people think of this? <laughs> I don't know how I, I feel about this. Yeah, I know. I must <laughs> know what I think. It's like one of those situations where you're like, I could feel either way, and the first opinion that I run into that isn't mine, I'll probably sway towards that one because I'm like, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I'm down. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 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 Um. So when we talked about this before we started the podcast, I was asked the question if the reason why I enjoyed it so much was because of the female aspect. Mm-hmm. Girl power. Which is a reasonable thing, I thought. Yeah, and I, definitely that is one of the reasons. That's these, what a lot of things are about these days, which is cool. The, yeah, Good. and I really, in, the way they did the girl power sort of situation in this mm-hmm. movie, I feel was less forced. Mm-hmm. It was very easy because all the main characters were female, and they yep. didn't fo- really focus on the fact that, I mean, it was just an action movie. How is Ewan McGregor, though? Was he over the top? <laughs> Are you doing an impression of him right now? <laughs> he was over the top. He was. This act, the acting in this movie was very over the top. Yeah. It's a very over the top movie. Margot Robbie did an amazing job as Harley Quinn. And she's the reason why we're going to keep seeing 8,000 uh, Harley Quinn cosplayers uh, at Comic-Con yeah. for the rest of the Is the life. outfit different this year? It is. Okay, cool. At least we have some variety there. They actually uh, pulled well, out... A new one, somebody's version of it. Yeah. There's, there's a scene where they're in this fun house getting ready to fight the bad guys, and Renee Montoya, who is a cop, uh, who has a disgraced cop, mm-hmm. out for revenge sort of situation, and she pulls the daddy's little monster shirt out of a box, and oh, okay. she's like, what about this one? And Harley's like, no, that's not a part of my life anymore. Because <laughs> oh. this is a breakup movie. This yeah. is Joker and Harley. This is her finding her own path with yeah. Joker. And half of the plot of the movie is now that she is not the Joker's girlfriend, everyone mm. is now coming after her yeah. because she doesn't have his protection anymore. Which is an interesting statement and a thing to fight against yeah. in a movie. What and. <laughs> it's a good concept to set her up to be that anti-hero. Yeah. And the fact that she doesn't have an option but to beat up the bad guys because it's self-defense at this point, right. basically. Yeah. But. It was a good... It was, I mean, we had we had a disgraced cop, and, uh, and uh, the Huntress is a woman whose whole family was killed when she was young, and she's out for revenge. So she's, like, a very serious... She's trying to be, like, a very serious sort of person, like a Batman, almost like a Batman sort of character where it's too serious. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny to watch a woman try and, like, literally try to pull that off. Like, in the movie, she's standing in front of the mirror and she's like, I am the Huntress. And she's practicing <laughs> saying that to people. Yep. But throughout the entire movie, people just refer to her as the crossbow killer because they assume she's a man. Oh, okay. Because she's running around killing all these men. And she gets. She goes to uh, um, what's it called a uh, Vista print. And gets, <laughs> it gets like a thousand free cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she Get puts it on the little. She puts in a little arrow. I'm a lady. But she shoots it. I'm a lady. Also the huntress. She puts them up on. She gets like little uh, push pins that are just uh-huh. arrows, yep. and she puts them up at all the local <laughs> bars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, com- you got to do what you got to do for your image. You community know? billboard. Yeah. yeah. It, it was very much a uh, like a 
Star Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy uh, this, sort of uh, thing. This image here, it's of them walking. It looks like out of a base or a club or something. It's a funhouse. A funhouse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a total like modern Spice Girls thing going on. Oh right my here. God, you're right. There is. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've got. If you want to be my ex-lover. <laughs> I mean, on the left here is definitely a Spice Girl. Yeah, that's the Huntress. Um, and I would have Remote to look flowers. up the Spice Girls to tell you which one. Wait, is she what posh? She looks of? like posh. Is she? Okay, so she's the Huntress, but posh, baby. I don't know. I mean, but it's just the idea that everyone's got an scary. aesthetic here. You know, you've <laughs> well, got like scary. You got leather and yeah, um, baby. She's got her crossbow weapon with her, and then. Uh, you've got the perky, uh, and then you've got super serious kind of businesswoman. She's mm-hmm. got like this button up going on. That's the cop. You got like the kind of the kid, young Asian thug kid who's got the bandana, but she's still wearing like a tracksuit jacket. She looks like a combination of Rambo and Karate Kid. Yeah, but like authentic. Yeah, yeah. So that's, just, like, her stuff. that's Cassandra Kane. Uh, in the comic books, Cassandra Kane is a child who from birth was raised by Ra's al Ghul to be the perfect assassin. Ah, wow. She wasn't taught to speak or, or read. And the whole, the really? only way she learned how to communicate was it's through body language. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, that's fine. not, that's not this character. Okay. Like it is, it is this character. They have the same name. But they didn't. But that's uh, not her not backstory. backstory. What's that all about? So Why not embrace these things? You have okay. So if they're even going to use the name and stuff, right. They have the rights to, you know, um, let it keep it open for expansion, right? Right. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to do that? I would. What think kind so. of writer wouldn't want to? No, it's a closed box. <laughs> so that's so. Gail Simone is the the person who created Birds of Prey. The, the team. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that was her biggest gripe about this movie is was they used Cassandra Kane, the name, and then they created this whole new character that's just not. Kinda, she's like, it was a great character, just name it something else. Nobody knows really who. Like, did you guys? Yeah. Do you guys know who Cassandra Kane is? You could. I don't think <laughs> to me it doesn't matter. I think that it's awesome that they tried to use it. Yeah. To, you know, for for fans, like super fans, right? Sure. And then, but, super but fans they should get pissed when uh-huh, you use because it because you just used the it. name and you didn't. Yeah. yeah. That's just. I've seen that happen so many times. Why not just commit? You could totally just add a character to, you know, Birds of Prey doesn't necessarily have to be these specific five right. characters. It's just, I mean, a Harley Quinn, you want, like, the foundation, maybe at least half. You could have made up a couple characters, but yeah, if they were like, ah, the story would really work well with this character, be like, okay, just make it. Yeah. You know, we don't. Yeah. Ha- it doesn't have to be these specific characters, so... Yeah, and the plot wouldn't have worked if they used the real Cassandra Kane because the whole idea is she's this girl's a pickpocket and she steals this diamond and swallows it. Yep. And so the bad guys are after her to get the diamond, which is inside of her body now. And if she was the That's, if she was the real Cassandra Kane, she wouldn't have swallowed. She would have killed all the assassins diamond. while yeah. holding the diamond. Yeah, exactly. She would have killed them with the diamond. With the diamond, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, the girl on the far right, that's Black Canary. Okay. Um, I actually really like this character. Um, I like the character of Black Canary. Uh, she's very often underused. And uh, I thought that the way they did this particular version of Black Canary was really good. I really liked it. I really liked the movie, you guys. I would highly recommend it. You want to go see it? Yeah. Tonight? Not tonight, okay. but I'll see it soon. <laughs> I went to, this guys, is I went why to I the go new... Movies for myself. I Totally like, off yeah. subject and only valid to anyone who lives in Grand Rapids, but I went to the new studio park 
yeah. theater uh-huh. is amazing. Yeah. They have seat warmers. What? Yeah. My butt was toasty the whole movie. Can you turn it off, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You can just no, you can keep, keep it on or turn it on extra. <laughs> <laughs> I got swamp ass so bad right now. There's just, there's just 10 and 11. <laughs> You come in and like <laughs> the seat's glowing. It's so hot. You're like, everyone's just like hopping. How'd you, how'd you like the movie? It was hot <laughs> and sweaty. Uh, you know. <laughs> You're like, yeah, there were a lot of attractive ladies. I, I get you were sweaty. Yeah. I was hallucinating for like the fifth, the, the one fifth of the movie, and then I passed out. <laughs> so tell me what happened in the movie. <clears throat> so I have I have some beer news. Oh yes. And. I read this article and I thought it was something I definitely had to share. It's oh my god, what? So, something that would only happen in the United States. So <clears throat> apparently in Brooklyn, this brewery called Half Brewing Company was releasing this new IPA. People were lining up overnight to get it. Wow! It's like an eighteen dollar for. It's very much like a KBS yeah. in Grand Rapids situation where they all have before they started they want to do reviews on this. Before yeah. they start, probably it's in Brooklyn. Uh, uh, half of the before they started mass producing KBS in Grand Rapids, it was like a fever pitch. Anytime it ever oh, yeah. came out, now it's not. They just, you had to get a token or a ticket yeah, to, just to the show just yeah. to go in and buy like two bottles. And they would do random like if this bar is going to have it this day, and you go and it had already sold out. Sort of. So this is what's going on at this this brewery in Brooklyn and. <laughs> What happened is this guy and his girlfriend were staying in an Airbnb next to the brewery. And when they came home from a night of drinking, they saw this line lined up outside the brewery. And it pissed them off so much that they started fighting with the people in the line about how stupid they are and <laughs> what a waste of time You a white claw at us? And then at one point, the guy's like, why are you throwing beers at a girl? That's not cool. And he goes, okay, well, how about I put a Glock in your mouth? It's just... So he goes home. Then he just walked inside. <laughs> yeah, they go home. They go into their Airbnb, and then he comes back out later with a gun and a white claw. <laughs> 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 and starts threatening the people in line. I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Well, not ever heard, but could you just imagine? <laughs> he said it was a Glock 19. He's so upset by the craft beer scene that he... Around his Airbnb. Yeah, yeah that he decides that the best idea is to... Drink a white claw. I know, and not expecting to also be in this line, right? Like pro craft beer people and anti craft beer fights. Yeah, yeah. That is not the world I want to live in. And also, are we making this worse by talking about it? Shouldn't we like shut this down? Like, no way, no way. We're part of the media now, Charles. We have a responsibility to blow up stories. Okay. How do I get out? You guys jump me out? Nope. You're part of it. <laughs> you have to pick a side. Are you pro or anti? Right now. Pranty. Ah. <laughs> Pranty. He didn't even flee the sea or anything, the worker said. Astonished. He just hung out at the Airbnb. So he pulls a gun on people and then goes back inside eventually to be arrested. It's all those white claws. They... He was drunk. White claw. If he you, was drunk if you white wrap claw. a white claw, it's just Zima. <laughs> hey, man, that'll t- apparently convince you to take a Glock 19 out on a line of people waiting for craft beer. I'd like to apologize to Zima just now for my outrage. (laughs) Yeah, we're trying to get sponsors, Charles. Yeah, thanks. Zima seems like the perfect one. (laughs) Zima's totally better than White Claw. Unless White White Claw sponsors us, then they're way better than Zima. Agreed. On both sides. Agreed, agreed. 
Uh, my favorite line in this article is uh, he that some guy saying that he just looked like a regular white guy with a beard and that he was he was from somewhere in the Midwest. Like, they just knew. Oh, yeah. He was somewhere in the Midwest. Not Michigan, obviously. We love our craft beer here. Yeah. Yes, we do. But probably Ohio. You know what? It might have been someone from Michigan who's like, I'm tired of craft beer. Oh. Let's go to Brooklyn. We'll be safe there. <laughs> Let's get an Airbnb. Let's do our research about Brooklyn. <laughs> the air smells so much nicer here. <laughs> and the people. Fuck you. They're the best. <laughs> Huh, what's this place all about? Don't you guys <laughs> hate craft beer? We love it. Ah. Ah. What about if I put my Glock in your mouth? Then you couldn't even say anything. <laughs> he said Glock in your mouth. Like, it rhymes with cock in your mouth. <laughs> and then he walked back inside. He just walked back inside. Comes out with a Zima. Oh. Which is great. If Zima, if Zima, if you're listening. <laughs> Zima's with... You know what? You know what Zima needed to do is pair with Jolly Rancher. They did, and because it's great with a couple Jolly Ranchers. Right. I mean, that's oh. how you used to do it back in the day. That's how I like my Zima. Yeah. That <laughs> <Just a couple laughs> I drink Jolly every it's a Jolly day. Zima. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get to bed without my Jolly, Jolly Rancher Zima. <laughs> Coming to a store near you. <laughs> uh, in a lighter beer story, I thought this was really cute. So there was a brewery in Florida that was um, putting adoptable dogs on oh, their beer nice. cans so that... Yeah, I saw this. So, which is a super cute idea, and apparently it's a, something a couple... And it's worked. Yeah, for sure. Particular, this story, this this story of the, the dogs on the cans went viral, and some woman in Minnesota ended up saying it, even though this brewery's in Florida, and recognized one of the dogs on the can... As her dog that ran away three years ago from, from Iowa. Well, oh, from, from Iowa. Iowa. She now Still Iowa to Florida? Yeah. She has no idea how he ended up in Florida. But she This con- is going to be a movie one day. Right? She contacted That's them. Like <laughs> <laughs> and they were able to prove that she was the dog owner. And they people drove the dog from Florida to Minnesota to give him back to her. What if this is all just one big setup? Like, they knew the lady beforehand. Oh. And the dog was sent Why to Florida. Why you gotta Florida. ruin it, Charles? Then, I don't know, because that's awesome. If you were going to create a story like this and then get the advertising out, right? Yeah. Why would a woman from Homeward. Minnesota know about this place in Florida? That's probably... Homeward Bound that's, 3. Yeah. <laughs> Homeward Beer 3. The Beer 3. Dog, yeah. Was the uh, dog a pit bull? Uh, is that one of the dogs? It is this dog here in the Little okay, Blue no. Bandana, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Because um, the camera was already in the house? Oh, I'm sure they said all It's on the NBC Nightly News. Saying. Yeah. Yeah, but... So they were there. They knew the dog was coming. Yep. So they the got cameras. there before, set up the cameras, know. and when the dog showed up, oh, I was so excited. I mean, even if this is a setup. Okay. Well, I mean, still... the dog really did miss their... Yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, the dog obviously recognized... Right. Well, yeah, that's, no, that's all true. It's her dog, for right. sure. I mean, there's no right. doubt about that, but it could have been a week this dog would act the same That's way. true. Dogs have very notoriously short-term memories. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It could have been two days, and this would have... Three I'm hours. Not, I'm not, not got to... groceries, came back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I thought you would love me forever. <laughs> you were gone for like 3.5 dog years. Uh, I thought that was really cute. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for my skepticism, but nowadays... Charles, happy things can be happy. Bring happy things can be happy. down. How dare you? I'm sorry, it's not my fault. Um, there is a new comic book publisher coming out called Ooh. Bad Idea. What? Yes. This was my bad idea. <laughs> so, 
this public, I mean, new publishers pop up all the time. Most of them we don't hear about because they're hyper local. I think yeah. Grand Rapids has a couple of their own local comic book publishers. Um, <clears throat> this publisher actually already has quite a few comics set up with some real talent. Uh, Matt Kint is doing the first comic that they're releasing. They have Marguerite Bennett and Jeff Lemire and all these other people set up to do stories for them. And those are big names in the industry. So the whole idea of this publisher is that they are going to do very short comics. They're either going to be one or two Heavy metal. comics. Like if you have if you have a story, it's either going to get done in one comic or two comics. But it's none of them are going longer than two comics. And you're not going to be able to get it online. You have to go to a comic book store to get it. Uh-huh. And in the onset of the first release, it's like 20 comic book stores. Oh, I was going to say, do they have the manufacturing arm to they're, spread it? They're doing like the whole, like, you know how you go to a club and there's line and they tell you yeah. you can't get in, and so all of a sudden you really want to be able to get into that club, yep. even though it probably... I'm not going to say this is a judgment of the comic books, but even though the club probably sucks on the inside, and you're not going to enjoy it as much as you think you did. It's like yeah, controlled the, supply. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, illusion of... Illusion of... Right. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, this comic could be Importance. very good on the inside, but I haven't read it, because one of the 20 comic book stores is not going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan, unless somehow Vault of Midnight is able to get in even on that deal. And then it would deal. probably be Ann Arbor. I'm going to be the guy yeah. walking around with trench coat. Involved in that. Hey, kid, you want one of these? You don't know about this, do you? Do you want some bad ideas? Oh, why am I naked underneath this thing? I don't know. It's not gonna fit more comics. Comics feel against my naked body. Also, (laughs) this one's free. Pulls it under the, on between the legs. This one's bent a little. This one's. Don't mind the smell; it goes away. Um, so the starting with 20 they're going to roll up to about 50 within a year and they have crazy criteria about the comic book stores that they advertise in or they release their books in including can they use their signage and displays and be able to sell these comics and stuff like that so it's not even like like the comic book store I shop in not ever yep. going to because they're mostly a magic card shop yeah. And that also sells comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need to read something in between uh, tournaments. So. Um, the cool thing is, is because these are one or two issue runs, um, they're tr- probably traditionally going to be longer than the 22 pages that most comic books are. But the price point, no matter the size of the comic book, is going to be $3.99. So if it's oh. a 24-page comic book, it's going to be $3.99. If it's an 80-page comic book, it's going to be $3.99. They're not... I mean, if they can make it's it's an interesting business idea because if they can through this kind of false scarcity, not so much it's false, but like it's created scarcity, mm-hmm. they can sell a hundred percent of their comics. They're, oh, for sure. You know, they'll be able to make sure that they're well driving profit interest. Yep. Because somebody on some podcast that's not this one is going to be able to review this comic, and then people aren't going to be able to get it. So all of a sudden, they're buying it off what eBay or you know photocopies of the comic are getting sent around so that people can read them. People are illegally posting it online. Sort of. That's the only thing I think could be an issue with this. It looks if... like 
I mean, based on their artist list too, it looks like they're basically picking people from all these other things. Be like, hey, did you want to do some one two one yeah. or two shot comics real quick? You know, for fun, do something on the side. They'd be like, yeah, sure. And it's an opportunity for them to release some ideas, most like po- or possibly bad ideas. Right. Maybe the could be the wor- place where the weird ideas go. Yep. And then yeah. at that point, maybe they'll you know. They'll be like, okay, Marvel, you can have rights to publish them, and then just give us a little cash at the end. So, you know, almost like an idea incubator. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, was coming up with a, um, a production company for, like, little sketches and video and stuff. Kind of like this exact same idea, but just, like, videos instead. Sketch comedy or whatever, right? And I call it, call it Bad Ideas. Actually, I have the uh, Bad Ideas group Facebook, so... Oh, They'll probably get in touch with me. Are you going to say, are you going to be making <laughs> Wait, some cash out of it? Are you a domain pirate, soon. Anthony? Uh, if I know it's going to happen, <laughs> yep. That's an easy way to make a cool 40K. It that's is. A, that's true, yeah, right? It is. Like, oh, you know, if, uh, it was like Google. Google's domain expired. Their alphabet domain, which is the parent company of Google, it expired. And some kid, like in random state like wisconsin or something happened to notice it and buy it he actually ended up telling them because he he's not money. smart he didn't get paid anything for it uh they sent him like a google swag package or something like mm. that to let him know but it was supposed to automate they forgot to set up automated renewal they uh, forgot yeah alphabet forgot no no, no. And, they're ai I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I forgot to do that. <laughs> I know the company that I work for just recently had to purchase a bunch of domains that they had failed to secure in the past based on their new properties. Uh, it was, it was, it was a pretty penny that they yeah, paid out. You can make this. some easy cash with it. Uh, bad ideas for everybody is taken. Um, it yeah, was purchased. Uh, let's see. Oh, it was updated 10 30 2019. Oh, maybe it was they recently renewed. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's so. see what it. Let's see what. It's probably. What do you go oh. to? Do you go to who is or? What uh, I just do Google domains, but yeah, you can oh, just yeah, do Google if domains. in case you're ever curious, just go to domains.google.com <coughs> or GoDaddy or anywhere you can buy a domain. They'll give give you a, a search list, and they'll be like, oh, well, badideas.com isn't available. But Bad Ideas US is available right now, and I could buy it for twelve dollars. So. Oh. But that's not gonna work out because they just get badideas.net or badideas.org. Yeah, they probably have .net, .com, .org. Yeah, does anybody use .us? Uh, Maybe. If you're an international uh, company uh, <laughs> who didn't start in the US, you gotcha. might Gotcha. Well. Yeah. Badideas.gov. .uk. <laughs> but you, I mean, you can do things like <laughs> bad ideas. Coronavirus. We're bringing that up next week. <laughs> Badideas.com is available. Just throw an extra R in there. And uh, yeah, we'll purchase that there. Badideas.com. Yeah. It's going to be great. I heard it's going to be comics on that website. I expect expect to hear the phone ring real soon. Northern Michigan. (laughs) Badideas.com. Check us out. It's a bunch of bad ideas that we had, and we just put them on a website. New, new podcast coming from Gun Kong Comics. <laughs> yeah, yes. One of three, Bad ideas. One of three new ones. We have uh, one where I'll read Charles' uh, no- novels, one where I'll read Charles' uh, Bedtime Alien, right. Bedtime Stories. You're gonna read it. I'm yeah. going to read it. Oh, you're reading the You Hitler. read and then he reads. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like a lot I'll of I'm the one getting all the sleep. <laughs> it sounds like a bad idea, okay? 
And then we're going to have a website purely <clears throat> devoted to Drunken Comics Bad Ideas, which there's a lot of them. Speaking there have been. Bad Ideas. This coronavirus thing, it got me thinking about <laughs> whenever there's like, I don't know, the last time was 13 years ago with the SARS? Yeah, thing, yeah, right? yeah, so right around there. And I was thinking like, maybe the, like if it was a government like pushed virus or created by the government just yeah, to, yeah. not just, you know, not to keep the population down like that, but more like keep people from traveling, right? Yeah, yep. sure. What, what would be one reason that you wouldn't want people to travel is to get like, exposure to yeah. other cultures and stuff. Do you want people to get, get stuck in their, you know, 1984, you know. In their silo. Yeah, right, yeah, no their ways, right? Yeah. And then not try to get new ideas, bad ideas, but... Uh, <laughs> I actually so have maybe it was like for the, this election or something they just dropped this out real quick because you know we're gonna be this big crazy vote coming up right now maybe it stops evolution or revolutions from happening just people because if you wanted to start a revolution or something like that people would flee yeah and then yeah. nobody so like everybody's like no no I don't want I don't want anything to happen I'm safe here you know new podcast coming from Drunk on Comics Charles's conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I like it. Speaking of coronavirus, <laughs> I actually do have some nerd uh, nerd news about it. Uh, the switch port of Outer Worlds, so this is like a Fallout esque game, go from planet to planet instead of city to city. Very good, very high quality game. I have absolutely no complaints about it. But uh, the port for the Switch has actually been delayed because of the coronavirus. Mm. Um, so, and this is just a case of how viruses can affect things like markets and just like, you know, well, everything that we need for iPhones is made in this area and now things can't be shipped out of it because it's under quarantine. And so it's not just people that can't leave, it's anything that people touch or interact with, which is basically all the products. So in this case, the, uh, company responsible for the port, uh, is not, uh, able to go to work because the people are quarantined to their homes. So the video game has actually been delayed because of the coronavirus, which is kind of interesting. Which is which is proof of time travel, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, Something it crazy. can't be released. Every time somebody uh, uh, tra- travels through time, it affects something that, it, right? The butterfly effect, right? The butterfly yeah. effect, or yep. what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Was it on when we were talking, or no, no? no. Oh, when we were talking, we were talking about Baron the, the Baron yeah, Stain bears. bears and the Flint, the Flint stones. I, I proposed to these gentlemen at the beginning before we were recording whether it was Flintstones or Flintstones, and we all came to the conclusion that it has always been Flintstones, but it caused a real sort of like panic moment in everybody. It might not be. <laughs> well, it yeah, might was not this another Baron Stain bears? <laughs> You know, was uh, Nelson Mandela uh, killed during the 90s? Or, I mean, right, know, not right, killed, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. just died. But yeah. remember that, right? Yeah. Remember, well, I, I don't remember hearing about it, but I remember like somebody saying, well, you know, the death of Mel- Nelson Mandela. I was like, what are you talking about? Like Back five years when, ago? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, guys. So I've pulled up a picture. I love having this video. Is this a actual this, leak picture? So no. this is a leak. This is a, this has been. That's not even her face. Leaked as the final transformation. Oh, that's the graphic idea. What it's supposed to look like of Kristen Wiig okay. in Wonder Woman eighty four as Cheetah. Yep. And I don't know. Here, let me see if I can. Yeah, bring. Um, there we go. It's. I mean, it fits in with the eighties theme of the movie, right? Yep. This movie is no, definitely. This, this fits in with the our now interpretation of the eighties. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Like this then, everybody. <laughs> That is fair. Uh, I don't know how I feel if this is so. This has been taken down off of a lot of 
uh, people's Twitters and stuff like that. So I don't know how true to actual reality this picture is. But I, I don't know how I feel about this. That's because it's not her right now. It's not her face. Mm. And That's Kristen Wiig. That's Kristen Wiig. Uh, Look, what? there's what? a comparison here. What are you talking about? It's her. That's not her on the right side, the big picture. That's not Kristen Wiig. Totally mm. is. That's makeup, man. How are we going to do this? How are we going to make this happen? <laughs> Look at her nose. Look at her nose and then where her mouth is. That's, a, that's an illustration. That's a drawing. There you go. Uh, bottom right of the screen. You can see another one where the red X each other. Yeah. Well, that's not what I mean. I'm talking about those two pictures right You're there. You're saying these still? No. Oh, no. no. No, no, I'm saying that, that on the right is a drawing. Well, we're not talking about this because it's ridiculous. <laughs> do you I was like just it? so. No, if I, this, I like let's just say Christian this is the correct of what she's going to look like. Okay, there. Thank Let's you. say that this is correct. We're not saying that that's her on the no. far well, right. Well, this is a leak, so okay. it's it's guessed that yes. this is what it's supposed to look like. Do are does this are you guys excited about this? <clears throat> yeah. What's the what's your feeling? If, on as long this? as it doesn't turn out to look like cats, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're winning already. <laughs> this is a better cats than already. <laughs> Yeah, if she has Oh like, my gosh, someone's going to go and be like, "This is not cats?" <laughs> someone's going to go the theater. <laughs> Uh, the fact that her hair looks like human hair, uh, it's yep. a good combination. I mean, obviously, cats was cats. It wasn't like human sl slash cat. Where in this case, yeah, it was, you know, she's a hybrid of yeah. multiple DNAs. So um, I think it's fine. I'm curious about this area that we can't see yeah. the rest of the body. What's right. that going to look like? Right. It's going to be hairy. Is she going to have all the wrong places? cat boobs? Yeah, she's going to have sure, a Brazilian... Right. Yeah, I mean, like, cause have a if you if you look at the more <laughs> traditional, like, animated approaches, she's typically unclothed. Yeah. But they use the spots and fur to make to cover the certain things. But she's you know. Completely... Well, and she it's the bar she also has the Barbie effect going on. Cheetah doesn't have nipples. Or yep. right. There's right. no f actual female. She's not anatomically draw... correct. <laughs> yeah. So, just don't make them. But she still has boobs, <laughs> even though the functionality of them yeah, yeah. is now gone because there's no nipples attached to them. They're just fleshy mounds on her chest. <laughs> just two chest tumors. <laughs> Basically, what we have. Like, yes. Minus the nipple. Yeah. It's useless. Uh, I got to uh, think they'll go with clothes. I don't well, know yeah, they'll go with uh, this. I mean, I mean they've done gonna, okay, Mystique. Well, hair. I mean, you've got Mystique. Uh, they had that, you know, back in all the X-Men movies. She would never wore clothes in most of those, too. So. Yeah, she was Bobby. basically naked. Yeah, she was She painted. was just straight up naked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, latex, if you look at it like that, yeah. Latex body. Well, Technically, you're covered. No, what I mean is her character. That, oh, yeah, that yeah. Character oh, yeah, yeah. was just naked when sure. she was that. Well, so the actress for her to have for, her to, for Mystique to have nothing uh, here uh, in the chest area or the crotch area, isn't that just strange? Just... Uh, for her to be naked, and that's her regular form. That's comics, man. I know. So, <laughs> so I guess we don't have to explain this at all because they've already um, established the mystique. Can I'm that. interested in what they'll do because I think it can look pretty cool. Um, you don't necessarily have, you know, the comics have shown that you don't necessarily have to make it ultra sexualized. But are they going to go with kind of like the she still wears human clothes, right? And she'll wear lighter wear like tank tops and stuff like that. But I definitely am glad they're going with the. If that is the case, if that is the maybe what she's going to look like, I'm glad they're going with the human hair yeah. version and not the full cat head version because that um, I think I have real issues with. That. I, I just don't know think why. that that doesn't work for live action. 
for I people the, acting. I think, I think the it boobs pulls away. seem more oh, right. disturbing on the cat head version of Cheetah than on the, the, <laughs> the human haired right, version the, of yeah. Cheetah. If yeah. we're going to do cat head, we need eight nipples and like, no boobs. The, there you go. <laughs> how about the top right one um, in the uh, search? That one? Yes. That so looks that like looks a really cosplayer. Yeah. The hair you'd want. And then look at the hair you don't want in the body. <laughs> well, I think that that's why this like this approach, and obviously the uh, the leaked photo is um, a filtered. Yeah. You can obviously, tell it's got you know saturation on it and stuff like that. But I think if they do a good job of just making the hair look realistic um, and just keep a lot of the human elements, I think that you can have a very. I mean, you can use motion blur. You can use all kinds of techniques to make the action scenes with the character look legitimate but putting God, like, I, love the, I love the ability of the internet now to yeah, just, just render anything that they want to render now these pictures that people are putting up of like her with like real human hair that's terrifying that's yeah yeah having <laughs> uh, we learned this from sonic guys you can't have an animated-esque character with human teeth yeah it's disturbing like, you have and to her have ears are so like I need, I need a pointy ear yeah, I think I, I think do like. This the, is just a drawing. The accents, right. yeah, it's the cheetah is, accents yeah. that'll do it. You have a lot of human elements, and then accent it. You know, put fangs on her, have right. sharper she, ears, and or, also when she talks, have a little growl. Yeah, yeah, a little purr. Like Halle Berry and Catwoman. No, 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 please don't. <laughs> or uh, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer and Catwoman. Oh, uh, please don't. Uh, no, even, no, no, just even not her own version, not, uh, a new, a new un, undone version, a modern person. You already know what we don't like. Not, right? Oh, you didn't like Michelle Pfeiffer and Batman? What? Yeah, I feel I like that. I, I feel like every that's the guy I ever met. It that's has, the '90s hot woman. Was yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, and that cat, in that sewn together cat suit. Oh, I, yeah. I just don't want anything I don't, I can't have. So. But Tim, uh, that Tim Burton <laughs> cat suit. Yeah, yeah. Looks like it was assembled from the body <laughs> yeah. parts of other. We cat are suits. lucky that. That movie existed before his obsession and marriage slash then divorce to Helena Bonham Carter because that probably... She would have been she Catwoman. She would have been Catwoman. <laughs> and I feel like that is a much scarier prospect than Michelle Pfeiffer being Catwoman. Oh, then I've been thinking about it a lot, too. She, he, they're, like, alone. He's, like, put on the suit. Oh. She's, like, I can't fit in anymore. <laughs> put on the suit. <laughs> I'm Batman. Put on the suit. You know, I can't fit in that. <laughs> no, she talks um, good news for Doctor Strange fans. Uh, Michael Waldron, who's uh, created the uh, Loki series that they're going to be putting on Disney Plus, uh, is going to be in charge of the script for the new Doctor Strange movie. Okay, but please yeah. tell me so. that uh, Sam Raimi is not directing Doctor yeah. Strange too. That's been the Look, that's been the rumor. I think that they make this stuff up, like the whole Peter Parker, or sorry, um, uh, the Spider Man, the, the MCU, and Sony. Oh, I think they splitting. make this stuff to make. Yeah. You know, whatever. But I mean, I, I am not a conspiracy person. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I just think, man, that worked out well for everybody. Everybody's just talking about it like crazy. Yeah. This whole uh, Sam Raimi thing. If he, if they do that, man, I'm out. You're well, out. Yeah. You're not a Sam Raimi fan. I've seen what he's done. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that... I have seen some very good stuff. That Let's he's just say done. we've grown up. Look at the soundtracks, for instance. In, okay. In um. In Iron Man, they had the whole ACDC. But yeah. I think that was them transitioning into, we don't do crap soundtrack songs in the movies anymore, like like Trad, Chad Kroger and Heroes in oh. Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Or um, or Dashboard Confessional, Evanescence right? from Daredevil. Oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Now you know what I'm talking about. Great. Yeah. Now we don't do that anymore, do we? All, everything from Underworld. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. The we soundtrack is there. like, it's very symphonic now. We really put it in there yeah. if it makes sense. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It's, it, yeah, it's a tape. Thor Ragnarok. It's, it's yep. nostalgic and it, it kind of like, it's okay. Sure. We're not trying. Like, it adds new to the story. People come in and, it adds and, to the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It adds to the story. I think that, I mean, Sam Raimi has done some good stuff. And I will say this. Uh, if you go back and watch the Raimi Spider-Man movies, they've definitely aged in comparison to what the modern like thing is. But they're a product of their time. Yeah. Like, people love, the viewer wanted what he made in that Spider-Man at that time. The first one, at least. Yeah. The first and second maybe one, the second one, and fine. the third, the third one, one was, was, gone, was just poop. <laughs> was just poop. But I think that... Um, <laughs> Why did you do that thing? I don't know. I don't know that he you. would match what the vision they're going for with the, no. the multiverse madness. I liked the horror-esque concept. I hope, I His think they're horror get away is from so it, very, but. like... Um, 80s right yes. with the fake blood yep. splatters and the excess of blood and I mean just think Evil Dead and Army of Darkness and yep. all of those you talking about Sam Raimi? Yeah. yeah very good. did you ever watch Darkman? oh yeah, yeah. it's basically Spider-Man yeah <laughs> there's hardly a difference cuts that was a, and everything that yeah. was a film it even also looks audition like for him Hulk. to do Spider-Man he's like hey guys check out Darkman I can make a Spider-Man movie there you go I feel like that's absolutely and then he did. he did he made three I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3 came out in 2007. So you're looking, 2001, I think, or 2000 is when the first Spider-Man Evil came Dead out. and Army of Darkness were, hey, look at me. Like, Evil Dead, or Army of Darkness was like, oh, man, we've come so far. Look, this is great. Yep. But then he actually gets money and makes, like, yeah, a wacky movies. movie. I think that's the one thing is that people look at his movies and say, he's got a sense of humor in his films, and that's one of the... the key points of a Marvel film is that it has good sense of humor on top of the action. But I don't know that Sam Raimi's style of, Sam Raimi's style of humor is almost too goofy. Yeah. Um, especially for and, Doctor Strange. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Speaking of. Doctor right? Strange and, is one of more Spider-Man serious too, films. They were like, uh, J. Jonah Jameson was spitballing with Sam Raimi, right? Yeah. About Doctor Octavius or mm. Doctor uh, Octopus, right? He's like the guy with, you know, whatever arms. Uh, he's an octopus, doesn't make any sense. What do we name him? And they start going through names. And he says, you know, Dr. Octopus, but he also says, Dr. Strange is like, good's good. But it's not what we want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I just, I don't think he, I mean, maybe, I hope they don't. I hope they find someone else. Specifically because I want it to go more of like a horror-esque, not necessarily dark as in like depressing, but darker tone. I think the Multiverse of Madness, just the title yeah. implies well, that. Well, they fired the, I'm sorry, they had a mutual uncoupling yes. of with the director because they were scared of... That sounds like a divorce and you don't want to make it weird for everybody to <laughs> uh, tell you about your divorce. Oh, it was mutual. <laughs> She's a bitch, but it was mutual. So <laughs> They were scared of his She wanted to do cuffs on my thing. <laughs> like little tiny cuffs. I mean, not tiny, huge. Huge cuffs that... Uh, full size handcuffs. Uh-huh. Extra, yeah. extra. But, but uh, it was cutting off circulation is what it meant. <laughs> Anyways, that bitch. <laughs> Gotta go. This is my stop. It was mutual. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, well, that's all. I mean, I don't really have anything else for news unless you guys... Have anything fun and interesting um, to talk about? I don't think I had anything else. I mean, Animal Crossing comes out this month, so I'll be 
picking that bad boy up when it gets released. I think it's this month. Nope, next month. Darn it, March 20th. I'm excited for it, though, because it's got the cute little blue and teal one that I showed last yeah. week. Yeah, are you buying it? Uh, probably. Yeah. If I can get someone to buy my current Switch uh, for like a cheap price, I'll pick it up. It'll be new, better battery life, and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. I want to hear about this. Well, so I did, I remembered I had <laughs> I one more lost. thing, and normally I wouldn't talk about it, because I don't read this, my or watch this, or whatever. Me neither. My Hero Academia, but I know Anthony. It is with fan- the chimpanzee... No. So that's the Umbrella, right? That's the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. What's yeah. My Hero this Academia is... is an anime, manga and anime, but okay. uh, it's the concept that, like, 80% or 90% of all people on the planet, when they're born, they're born with superpowers <clears throat> and like their own unique superpowers. That's just, and then that's so a real thing. you basically have uh, supervillains <clears throat> appear because of this, and so you can be a superhero as a job. Like that becomes okay. so they're living in a super society now. Does this mean you can't use your superhero thing unless you're uh, unless yeah, you, apply? you have to be licensed? Licensed. Yeah, okay. you have to yeah. go so. The story itself is about um, students, basically they're in high school, um, but they're going to UA, um, which is the academy that they learn how to control and to practice. They establish their superhero personas, what are their costumes going to look like. Okay, so it's like getting getting the ability to be a cop or something, right? Well, yeah, I mean, they have cops like that work with the superheroes. Those are typically unpowered or people who have like lesser powers because some powers are greater than others the main plot is that the protagonist the character has inherited the power from the number one hero in the world basically he it's weird he eats a piece of the hero's hair um which is like how he passes like one it's thankfully just like a single hair it's not like (laughs) here's a tuft of my hair like a big weird (laughs) yeah (laughs) but this is like the dread parrot it is basically it's, it's, on, it's called on. uh one for all is the name of the power and uh-huh. it's basically uh strength augmentation he's exceptionally powerful he can punch so hard that the weather changes or he can run extremely fast and his power is augmented across his body but yeah, it's about the main character learning how to control this power and re- you know fulfill his destiny to replace this number one hero and high school drama Oh yeah, because right. he's in high school. These times matter. <laughs> yes, Dawson's creepy. <laughs> like Two questions, okay? One, yes. if is a person automatically a supervillain if they don't get a license and use their powers, uh, even if it's for good or bad? Yeah, uh, regardless, you know I mean? uh, you're not necessarily a supervillain, but you are breaking the law and will be arrested. Yes. Uh, right. And so the the not students established supervillain. The students I'm be get. Somebody, you guys. Hey, fuck you. The students get uh, put in a couple situations sometimes where they've had to use their powers and they're not licensed yet. Uh, and so they do get in trouble, but Fine. extenuating Fine. circumstances uh, allow them to get out. But they're like, well, I was gonna die. One strike, so... yeah, one strike and yeah. you're done. They're, they were being hunted by a character. That okay, was it, so. second question. Yes. Before he ate the hair. Uh, let's say that again. Before he ate the hair. <laughs> yes, go on. Ew. I can just, uh, I can feel it in my mouth. One hair, though. Just you know, one. you get yeah. it. One hair head, I can feel. Hair. <laughs> like an eyelash. Head hair. Oh, okay. All right. Leg what hair. if he ate, yeah, what if he ate a leg hair? That's longer? What if it was a pube? That's yeah. really long, right? <laughs> right, guys? Right? Yes, really long, right? I wouldn't okay. do it, but what if he did? Before he ate the hair, did he have superpowers? Actually, no, that's the big thing, is that he was a huge fan of this. You know, he's, he was... And huge he was uh, obsessed huge with, fan. like, all Swim the heroes. Fan. He had, like, 
dossiers on them, their powers, what they're capable mm. of doing. Like he knows all of these things about these other heroes, and be- actually because of that becomes a strength because then he can analyze the supervillains based on their power set oh. and what's the best way to approach attacking. So he ends up being kind of a not so much leader. He never actually fills in as a leader role, but he becomes like their brain of the team. So he's but that was the thing is that he in like the first episode or the first couple of mangas he runs in to try to save his school friend bully they're friends but he always nice. makes fun of him yeah. it's a big brother so but the friend did have powers and actually very good powers he makes explosions come out of his hands and no. so he was he was being eyeballed as like one of the next greats and he gets captured by a villain and the main character goes in without powers and it's like a slime villain he starts attacking it just and so the main hero sees this and says he's got the heart that I would want to pass my power. Oh, back. so okay, that that explains the, yeah, what yeah. would be my theory. He's like, I guess. child, you have heart. Yeah, <laughs> eat my hair. You no, know, have the sandwich. He's like, oh, there's a hair, and he's like, oh, is there? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to like a training regiment. That's and the stuff. first thing I thought. Maybe the the major superhero was a cook doing yeah. charity work, <laughs> and he was just like, he starts to eat some of the food. Some of the uh, hair falls into a sandwich or something. And you know you've had that happen oh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's your hair or somebody else's, sure. always grows because you're like, is it even mine? Right. <laughs> Yet you're cooking at home still. You're like, whose is this hair? I don't know. As if someone's watching you. I've <laughs> never <laughs> lost a hair before never. in my life. This has to be somebody else's. Someone's been in my house. Great. Can't be mine. <laughs> um, they did explain that he has to consciously will the power to the person when they eat the hair. Oh. It can't just be like an accidental hair eating. Uh, no one yeah, can go up and be like, yeah, no one yeah. can be like, hum, 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 like at his hair. Or as soon as someone <laughs> finds out that that's how you get the superhero power, yeah. Yeah. people you start just, running after you with a, yeah. with a razor. <laughs> <laughs> no, my weakness. <laughs> razor. He's bald all the time. Uh, yeah. uh, so the, this new story that came up about it. So I, I very often feel like in America, we're the only ones that deal with having to apologize for things. That like PC. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not just America. This happens all over the world. So the creators of My Hero Academia have recently had to come out and apologize for the naming of one of their characters, this Daruma Ujiko, who apparently is a doctor who performs like Nazi-ish sort yeah. of experiments. Things that actually on happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it turns out that his real name, I guess, uh, is Maruta, which apparently is the Japanese word for log. And back in the day when that Japanese were like full on like experimenting on their people and yeah. like just in that, that's what they referred to these people as, oh. as logs. Like they weren't humans, they were lumber, basically. Yeah. So... They named this character who's doing experiments on people after the term in which these people were referred to back in the day. So they've had to come out and apologize for this. And it just made me feel really good that this didn't happen in America. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this and worse has happened in America. I know. I know. I'm just glad it's not just us, basically, oh. is what I'm saying. It's interesting. It, it's I'm, reassuring. Like, there's a, there's a bad part of every culture. Right. We're all terrible people. Right. So it looks like the... Uh, the uh, writer of the so like in in manga in the manga world, uh, writers will typically do the some of the drawings, and then once it gets big enough, someone other a team will take over the drawings. They'll be more of a director, so they're not drawing or inking it themselves. They're basically story directing at that point. But mm-hmm. it looks like they actually put out a note saying that 
they did it to um, because the name represents the fact that he's kind of chubby, like a log. And so didn't think about the history of their own country. Yes, which is very interesting. That kind of so like a bullshit. Having, yeah, right? uh, I mean, it, it looks pretty Just legitimate so from this. It's like you know it, we weren't trying to bring up something from the past. I mean, it's hard too to you know to Our think of it. all the words. Uh, that have happened because in America our history is like max 300 years you're looking at you know of like back to the pilgrims and stuff like that but in Japan you're looking at centuries of Of experimentation of history that the language has developed certain things like certain numbers um, I think it's uh, I think it's seven um, is the actual number sounds like death so they actually have two ways to say the number seven and one is nana, like banana. Um, banana. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but that's that's one of the things is that their language has evolved around the culture, and so there's a lot of ways. So I could get that they made the mistake. It's one of those things where like you look at a billboard and you're like, how did nobody notice this? Right. You know, it's probably yeah. one of those. But you got to be careful. I mean, that's the thing. There's a lot of history. And there's a lot of history just in the last hundred years of stuff like this, you know, mm-hmm. World yeah. War Two, Vietnam War, that kind of stuff. Japan had a somewhat of a dark history in that, but it's good to know we're not alone. I know. <laughs> it does make me feel a little bit better because sometimes I feel like it's we're stuck in this. And, you know, I, I enjoy the PC culture yeah. to a point. Yep. And then you get to the point where you just it's constantly a- hear people... Apologizing for things that I don't know that I would apologize It's an evolution of society, (laughs) but it can be taken too far. And you're like, "Mm, okay, yeah, but interesting. Yeah. Uh, Booze in a book this week. Almost forgot to do it. They wouldn't be drunk in comics about booze in a book. Uh, Is Ant-Man number one. Scott Lang is back. I like Scott Lang. And doing better than ever. (laughs) Uh, I do do enjoy the fact that he... He now lives in an anthill, which I think is um, fun and interesting. I mean, that's he's going to be sleeping Ant-Man size. Right. Uh-huh. Reduced size. Just constantly. Well, next thing you know, he's just going like, to start to, you know, spoon with some ants. Yeah. And then it leads to, I don't know. Just a, a weird ant-human hi- hybrid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be ant kids. Oh. Yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be weird. But we'll, we'll but learn. the covers are going to look awesome. Yeah, yeah, the covers will look great. And we're going to learn to love the ant babies. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have Jeffrey and, like and all the different ants. Anthony, all yeah. the different names yeah. that he said yeah. in the movies. Um, yeah, <coughs> Stephen. Uh, so this, I'm pairing this book this week with a shot, because it's tiny, of tequila, because tequila will kick my ass. I don't know about you guys. A small thing can put you out. Like, yeah, yeah, yes. Knock you out. Explosive yes. power from such a small package. It mm-hmm. does. Uh, so that's booze in a book this week. Excellent. And if it doesn't put you on your ass, it will give you wings like the wasp. Make you think so, you can fly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, jump off Probably a building. Probably die. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, yeah. It, it, tequila and me, I wouldn't be, I'd be like Nat Man. <laughs> Are you super annoying when you're drinking yeah, tequila? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where am I? Am I in this year? Am I in this year? <laughs> am I in this year? <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for this week. Stay thirsty for more Drunken Comics next week. With the return of Tony, but the loss of our brand new format. 
Yes, we have I, a screen. I'd like to thank our potential sponsors, uh, Zima, uh, White Cloth, maybe. <laughs> uh, let's get like, audible. audible. I'd like to thank. Uh, uh, what else did we talk about? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Vista Print. Yes, <laughs> Vista Print. You can get uh, one hundred. Uh, business cards for free yeah. in your first order. Mm-hmm. And they're actually, uh, they look really great. I'm crispy. taking all of these businesses in this we post. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying this because we, we know you guys and love you guys, both Zima, White Claw, it doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs>